0: welcome to Minute 79 of Season 5 of Movie Real Minute, the daily podcast where we yippee ki way away through the 1990 Bruce Willis action film Die Hard 2. Die Harder, one minute at a time. I'm Rob. And joining me once again today is DJ Valentine
1: of Simplistic Reviews. Welcome back, DJ. I'm ready to die harder than I died before. I died okay the first time. Now I'm going to die harder. And I don't know why the third one's not called Die Hardest, but whatever. We're going to die harder today. I don't know, you lucky. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so minute 79 begins with John beginning to panic and ends with a parachute descending. So we we ended everything yesterday by leaving everyone in stitches and suspense, thinking what's going to happen to John. John is in the in a cockpit where there are at least six grenades thrown in, if not more. You know, the nineteen who knows?
1: grenades are thrown in the cockpit.
0: Again, it's very it's, it's very difficult to count them because there's multiple <laughs> clunk along
1: the way. It's bigger than a bread basket. We're not 100 percent sure how many are in there. That's right. <laughs> You see, even
0: doing this minute by minute is not simple to, to necessarily count to everything that that that's going on. You know, so
1: we'll say we'll say around six. We'll say around six. Great. Well, no, if it's if Matt, if
0: if we know that Garber and and Baker both have, so we know it's at least six because he says Garber says three each. He doesn't say I have three. You know, it's three each. So you know, we have Garber's three and Baker's three. You know, does. Stewart have any grenades on him? I don't think so because if Garber
1: tosses him a grenade it means he doesn't have one. Because otherwise otherwise he would have just pulled out his own. This is poor military planning. You got him in in a cockpit. Um, You don't need to throw six or two. One grenade will do. (laughs) He's not going anywhere. There's not a lot of shielding you have. You're you're stuck in a cockpit. One grenade is fine. And you're throwing minimum six grenades and you're standing right there not also bad bad idea. <laughs> Those things are shrapnel, kids. Shrapnel's uh, the fragmentation of a grenade <laughs> or an explosion. You kind of send shrapnel in all directions. So if you're close to the explosion, that's where they usually go uh, uh, frag out. You know, because they don't want you to catch the debris of the explosion. They're standing like right there. <laughs> They're not even. Going for cover, duck and cover, as we mentioned uh, a couple days earlier this week. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) duck and roll, duck and roll, (laughs) duck and roll, duck and roll, and cover. Whatever you want to do. (laughs) That's
0: right. So John hears all these little clangs of of grenades falling into the cockpit, and we, if 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 you pause it on second two, it looks like his eyes are like bulging out of his face. You know, because he's (laughs) wouldn't yours. Yes, I would think so. But then again, I would be, if I were, if I was John McClane, I'd be dead already by this
1: point because the grenades yeah, yeah, would have gone right. off. t one thousand would have also killed you. You wouldn't have made it this far. Yeah, probably. You're you're, you're probably right. Most of us wouldn't have made it this far.
0: You know, it's it's no shame. It's no shame to say that. <laughs> and you know, John just sits there, and he's he's there for another few seconds, and then he quickly gets up, gets into the to the pilot's chair. Straps himself in really quickly, uh, a little awkwardly, but still quickly. Not quick enough, in my opinion. <laughs> well, well, apparently quick enough because he's going to make it. But you know, <laughs> not as quick as it should be. <laughs> not as quick as it should be. <laughs> That's right. And then we see we see Garber outside throw throw another grenade as Baker is also. You know, it really does look like they're just doing uh, pitching practice. You know, the, these are the guys in the bullpen. You know, just lobbing them it's in. A
1: league. It's a league of their own. They're just tossing balls around. Feel the That's dreams. Right. Tossing, tossing them around. Yeah, why not? Dad, you want to play catch with grenades? Sure.
0: Hey, why not? Where's Kevin Costner when you need him? Right. Where's, where's, where's Where's James Earl Jones and Kevin Costner when you need him? Ray Kinsella. Ray Kinsella. <laughs> And then the you know we we see the, the two more grenades fall, fall into the into the cockpit and they f- fall on the ground next to the dead pilot and we we see all the fake snow which definitely looks like fake snow because it looks looks like uh, feathers from a pillow or something like that you know <laughs> some of them some of them are actually a little sparkly because you got like the little glass pieces you got the candy glass there also
1: <laughs> right they didn't do potato flakes back then did they. Um, I, I'm not sure if, if they used that's them one way you can get here. flakes. No, you use the potato I think, they stopped, I think
0: they stopped using potato flakes by that point.
1: Isn't it? Wasn't oh, potato wow.
0: flakes? I thought the potato flakes was mostly used like in the 40s, but they were because the, the, cause they caused I thought problems that was because the, they were um, crunching too much.
1: I thought it was the they used something really deadly like uh asbestos or something was this was, was this like sprayed paint asbestos i think i think they use that for a uh, wonderful life or something I, I gotta look it up i gotta look at up.
0: all right the, the, you, you can do that
1: <laughs> let us know <laughs> let us
0: know tomorrow if you if you, if you figure yeah, that i will out. <laughs> and then john is is hyperventilating as he's trying to put this uh you know trying to put the seatbelt on and the, the shot keeps changing and they show us all these these perfectly uh
1: Perfectly round grenades <laughs> just sitting there. Circular grenades. It There's was good. Wizard of Oz, by the way. Wizard of Wizard of Oz is where they use asbestos. I knew it was an old movie. Ah, okay. All right. And uh, you know, well come on, they'll they'll see in hell in those too,
0: McLean. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we get some close-ups of, of these grenades that are not exploding. And then John you see his hand reach down and he grabs the ejector lever and pulls it, and we see he's like he has this look on his face, like he's like has constipation or something like that, because
1: <laughs> there's a thousand grenades.
0: <laughs> We've established that there's only about six, but yeah, okay.
1: There's about two was too many,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he does have blood on his hand as he's pulling it, so his right hand is right. is still bloody as uh as he as he pulls this lever. And and then the ejection seat goes up, and then as it's going up, the plane explodes, and we, we see the the four bad guys that are still left trying to get into their jeep, and we we see you know they they get plastered by all the the sparks of everything happening over there. And then this is one of the greatest special effect shots ever done. This is the trailer shot. This is one of this is what sold the movie, I think. Could be, but again, it's the idea that that you know you have the camera basically you know Bruce Willis is, is 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 not moving at all and the camera just like pulls in up close to him and then pulls back and you see he's you know as if he's screaming on his face
1: I, I remember the trailer for this movie and the trailer for this movie was the shot <laughs> that was the trailer for this movie it was it was the ejector seat that that's how I remember vividly I was, okay if this is the trailer, this is like it's like how uh, the Mission Impossible movie that's coming out nowadays uh, or this year the, the jumping off the cliff. Well, it came like, out already. Came, came out a month and a half ago. That was the trailer for him was jumping off the cliff. I go, if this is in the trailer. Then what else is in this freaking movie? So when I saw the trailer for Die Hard Two again, I'm I'm old enough to remember. It was him ejecting <laughs> from an explosion. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, well. You got my money. <laughs> what, what, what else is in this movie? That's right. <laughs> I want to see what else is going on. <laughs> Am I, I think I would I would argue it's the most iconic shot in this movie. Is this, this shot we're talking this about right now? This might actually be the most iconic shot in the entire series. Mm, it's up there. I think I, I I'm pretty sure jumping off the Nakatomi Towers. Don't oh okay number That's one. True. All right, you're right. There you go. Yeah, but this is up. This is up there. This is no no doubt about it. This is up there. Right. Okay, you're right. Him jumping
0: off. I, I remember that, that. That that I still remember the poster of him yeah. you know with his bloody feet on the windowsill, you know, trying yeah. to get in. I remember when I would go to the movies, you know, it was uh, uh I think it was uh, I think it was AMC. So th- you know, before you get to the movie, I would I always show up to movies as early as I can, you know, because I don't want to miss anything. Right. And right. you know, I remember that they would just have back in the late eighties, early nineties. You know, they they would just have different poster shots of various movies, you know, of action shots within the movies, you know, as you're waiting for the movie to actually start, you know, before the trailer started and everything like that. And I remember that they always had the one with Die Hard with his bloody feet against the window. Oh,
1: man, that's cool. (laughs) That really was. (laughs) But yeah, I think think if, if I had to, like, rank those, this is top three. This, the ejector seat scene, because I'm telling you, this sold this entire, I mean, other than the fact it's a sequel to one of the most, you know, successful movies ever at the time. When you saw this, you're like, well, honey, we got to go see Die Hard. John McClane's ejecting out of an explosion or something. We don't, (laughs) I I guarantee you, Rennie Harlan was like, okay, what's your idea, Rennie? Well, okay. Picture this. (laughs) John in the ejector seat, flying up a camera as the plane under him explodes. Here's a, take the, the producers just throwing money in really Harlan's faces, hitting him in the face with wads of cash. Do it. Get, why are you still here? Get out of here. Make some That's money. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when when do you think the, the first uh, ejection seat was was created,
1: was invented? I was going to ask you, you know, it's funny. You asked me that question. I thought I wanted to ask you, do cargo planes have ejector seats? Because I don't think they do. I don't think so either. That's what I thought you were going to bring no, up. No, that, that I, I got to tell you, I didn't
0: check that out. I didn't look to see what type of planes, you know, if, if the, this type of
1: cargo plane has an ejector seat. That is a very— it's always bothered me about this movie because I don't—I I, I, I mean, top—you yeah, know, jet planes, yes. Cargo planes, do they have ejector seats? I mean, it's for a movie, so whatever. But, yeah, I just—eh. Eh. If I had to pick when ejector seats were invented, ah, oh, God. World War 2 how to be World War a little bit before World War II? 1938, maybe no nope, it's even earlier than that again well let's
0: put it this way wow okay the, the, okay i'll, I'll explain the, the the history of it because the you know the type of ejector ejection seats they have today are obviously not the same that they you know used back uh, when when they had biplanes and stuff like that but they did have something on them um All right. So, okay, one second. Uh, Let's just go to your question first. Okay, so I I just looked up on the internet. Can a pilot eject from a C-130 or C-5 or other large transport plane? Yes, a pilot can eject from one of these planes. However, the process for doing so is different than the smaller aircraft. In large transport planes, the pilot sits in a cockpit that is located in the front of the fuselage separate from the main cabin uh-huh. in the event of an emergency the pilot would need to initiate an emergency egress procedure which would involve opening the cockpit door and then ejecting using a specially designed ejection seat it's worth noting that ejecting from a large transport plane is a last resort as the plane would likely be destroyed in the process uh okay
1: <laughs> i think this is the last resort i think it qualifies <laughs> yeah, I, think,
0: I, I think the plane would be destroyed in the process here also so according to this it sounds as if they do have transport planes that have ejection seats. You know, whether it's exactly the way that they have it in this movie, I don't know, okay? Right. So the, the first type of of, of uh, ejection seat that was put into an airplane was done in 1910, where someone created a bungee-assisted e- escape from an aircraft, you know, where you're able to, to get out using a bungee. In 1916, uh, a man named Everard Calthrop uh, who was an early inventor of parachutes, also patented an ejector seat using
1: compressed air. That seems unwise. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so, too. The... I, I, didn't want to be, I, I wouldn't want to test no, that with no. him.
0: The modern layout for an ejection seat was first introduced by Romanian inventor Anastas Dragomir in the late 1920s. The design featured a parachuted cell a dischargeable chair from an aircraft or other vehicle. It was successfully tested on the 25th of August, 1929. And in October 1929, a near, near Bucharest also was tested. And it was known as the catapultable cockpit.
1: <laughs> I like that name better. I like catapultable cockpit. That's awesome. Yes.
0: <laughs> then during World War II, they they improved the, the whole idea. And what people used to do was they would actually jump clear. But in those cases, uh, many of them would get injured because it was much, much more difficult to, to get out of this confined space because of G-forces and airflow and things like that. So right. the, the, the first ones that were used during World War II were powered by compressed air. And, you know, they were put into jet engine fighters in 1940. And the, uh, a pilot named Helmut Schenk was actually the very first person to escape from a, a an aircraft in an eject- ejection seat on the 13th of January, 1942.
1: Hmm. Sounds like a German
0: guy. Yeah, it just sounds like too. Yeah, this is it. Start of talking here about the uh, Luftwaffe and the Messerschmitts, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, basically, it, World War II is when they perfected the idea of of using them. Yeah, you know, it didn't help
1: Goose, but still. No, it did not. It did not. It's it, too soon. Easy. But, but it helped John. Too soon. So there you go. You know, it's like. <laughs>
0: yeah you have to you have to you have to you have to look at look look at the the bright side sometimes and <laughs> look at the bright side of life <laughs> well come on goose was just just a minor character john here
1: is the main character how dare you <laughs> besmirch the great name of goose how dare you minor character there are no minor characters. we'll get into that film that you're mentioning uh there are no minor characters in that movie. Everyone's a major character in that movie. Everyone. You think so? Everyone? Everyone. Mm, Okay. You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber (laughs) dogs out of Hong Kong. Everyone. (laughs) Everyone's a major character. All right. Uh, Wait, even even Tom Scare's wife? Everyone. Oh, he, she, no, no. yes. Yeah, she she's in there for half a second. second. Yeah, he, yeah, goes yeah. There, he goes there. He goes for dinner. She, she, she consoles. She consoles uh, Maverick. She's a major. she Maverick was on the on the about to jump off the cliff, essentially, and she consoles him, brings him inside. Everyone, Michael Lyonside, Tom Skerritt, uh Viper, all of them. Everyone, Hollywood, who was also in. We want to bring it back. Die Hard. That was Theo. He was Hollywood. No, that so, was yes. Sundown. That was Sundown. Sorry, Hollywood, Hollywood. Was Hollywood Hollywood, who Rick was Hollywood? Rusevich, was that- wasn't he? Rusevich. Roy, from, from right, 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 right. What was top? Merlin was Merlin, Merlin, Merlin was was Tim Robbins, Robbins. Yes. Was Mer- Tim Robbins, right? I always get their call sign, but Theo was also in Top Gun, yes. so yes, everyone's amazing. Okay, Everyone. all right, fair enough. He got me on that one. I, I concede, I concede. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are right, GG. How's that? <laughs> I, I bow to you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so let's continue with this shot so so i mean we we see the the the, john comes up towards the camera which obviously not but this is the way it looks he comes towards us and then what's really cool is as if the wind takes him to 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 the right hand side or the left hand side actually you know as he's moving along and as he's moving towards the left side he starts screaming oh you know
1: (laughs) It's a really cool shot, especially because nothing is really happening to to, to uh, Bruce Willis at that in that scene. That's right. It's because uh, I mean, it's it's equivalent to the Gruber falling off Nakatomi shot, but Gruber really fell off a of Nakatomi. Uh, Alan Rickman actually fell. I think Bruce is just sitting in a chair and the the camera's doing the work. So he has to really sell that shot, and he sells it really well. That shot's kind of when I say holds up. We know it's a green screen or whatnot, but it's still like really cool. Well, you got to really, say it's really, really also really, really, really an cool early version
0: still- of green screen because
1: you know it wasn't right. perfected back in
0: 1990. Right. Exactly. So that that sort of makes sense. You know that they would uh, do that. I, mean, I don't know. And then uh, we we get a shot of of Stewart still covering his eyes
1: from the uh, from the blast. It should be the shrapnel shredding his face and that's everybody right. else around him. He just, he just puts his hands up. Oh, that's fine. We're only five feet away from a massive explosion that we caused. We're fine. Just put your hands up. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> but hey, why not? If yeah. it works. <laughs> oh, it worked. <laughs> he should, they should all be dead. Everyone in, the, in Frank Nero should be dead. Sadler should be dead. All his men should be dead. <laughs> That's right. And and what happened to Thompson's body?
0: You know, there we go.
1: Thompson's vaporized
0: at this point. (laughs) So he's covering his eyes and then we see a shot of, of Baker and Esperanza also looking on. And then Garber looks up and then we see Stewart look up again and then we see a parachute starting to open up. Now, I've always thought that that this is Garber who makes the next line in the subtitles. It actually says it's Stewart. I don't know why. Okay, why that yeah,
1: is not Stewart. not Stewart? Exactly,
0: it's not Stewart. <laughs> it's not, who mumbles it. No so Garber, I'm going to still go with Garber. So Garber mumbles, "You lucky." With yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: great delivery, Seriously? by the way. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> f-. <laughs> right. <laughs> because Stewart's more like. Up here you'd be like, lucky. That's right. you'd be up there, and Garber's garbage garbage were low and and John gets
0: saved by the fact that that we hear sirens coming from the distance, and then you, we see three out of four of the bad guys look back towards the 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 fire engines. Baker is still watching the plane burn. you know the other three all turn around to look for the where the fire engines are coming from. <laughs> and we see five fire engines start coming towards them, and then Garber goes, "Fire! Fire truck, sir!" Like he can't tell that on his own.
1: <laughs> what are those things? And those that loud blaring and the the the, the lights that are spinning around? It's fire trucks, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are those red things coming towards us with Dalmatians? I don't know. <laughs> oh, those A fire are fire truck? trucks. Not on fire? Oh, fire trucks. <laughs> <laughs> The truck that puts out fire, sir. Oh, oh okay. I, I got it now. You lucky fire truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky fire truck.
0: <laughs> and then Stuart goes, Fall back to the church. Now. What do you mean fall back to the church? They all have to get back into the car and drive away. It's not you know, when 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 you see a movie someone says fall back, it's because you know, you're trying to take a position and everyone they, you're telling you all your men you're, to- you're separating and you're on foot and or right. whatever, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're all going in the same vehicle. That's right. <laughs> get back in the car and drive us back to the church. <laughs> Let's go would be what I would probably write there. Let's get out of here.
0: <laughs> That's right. This is a perfect point for, for you know, for Stuart to start singing, uh, you know, I'm going to the
1: chapel and I'm going to get married. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, if I was writing script documents, you know, but fall back. You don't have to church. Just fall back. <laughs> fall. Back. We already know he was in a church. We know where he is. Let's fall back. Why do you even say fall back? back? You just say back to the church. That's it. Right. But even if that's the case, I, I know they put fall back why they did that. It's probably because we always want to underline the point that these are military men. Right. So, so they use military they fall jargon. back, use military jargon. So you don't have to say the church. We know they're in a church. We saw they're in a church. <laughs> Whatever. That's right. Wait, does John McClain hear that? No, no, he knows it. No, me. never, mind. never no, mind. No, no, no. no. no okay. He didn't hear okay. doesn't hear it. There's, no reason, to There's no,
0: no reason for him to say church. There's no reason for him No. <laughs> no. And John is far away. He's not gonna be able to hear them
1: say church. Oh, they're the church. Let's go find the church. <laughs> John could John shouldn't hear anything. He just got blown up and shot out of a plane. That's true. Well, again, he shouldn't be alive. Forget about it, not being able to hear anything.
0: <laughs> you know, and again, the, these these four guys get in the get in the Jeep and, and get ready to drive away. And they've once again forgotten about Thompson's body. They're just gonna leave it there. We don't need it. <laughs>
1: Who's Thompson? Who are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. Thompson? <laughs> Never heard of him. Never heard of him. The, the Sir? vaporized. Thompson. Thompson who? The vaporized body <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> that's what I used so many of the grenades. They were giving him a, they were talking about Thompson, giving him a military funeral. Oh, uh, maybe. Just burying him right there. <laughs> Buried him
0: right there. It could be, could be. And then the Jeep drives away and we see the parachute still coming down with John in it. And that's how this minute ends. So, do you have anything else to say about this minute before we get into the script?
1: Again, we, we discussed a little bit. This is one of the best parts of this movie. Uh, this is, again, this is what made me want to go watch it, other than the fact that it was a sequel to Die Hard. Uh, you know, you hear about sequels even nowadays, and you're like, I don't know. And then you watch a trailer, and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to see that. And it's this shot right here. This is an ejection, seat shot. Uh, ejection Seat Shot, is one of the. Say that three times fast. Is one of the most iconic things in this franchise, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Now, um, one of my problems is that, like, back then, I used to watch trailers. I don't watch trailers anymore, because trailers give away too much of the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a problem. That's true. I can't even deny. I can't even deny. If you have a good director behind, like, a Nolan or um, McCrory or even Danny Villeneuve, they will will hide the good stuff. Uh, Like, like, in I think Rogue Nation, they played the, they showed the plane shot, but that's the first five minutes of the movie. And right. they say like, we've only shown you the first 20 minutes of the movie. We haven't shown you anything and it's accurate, but sometimes you get a stupid director or a director without power in the studio will just put everything in the that's movie. Right. So you're correct. Most trailers are very bad in terms of that. That's right. I mean,
0: earlier in the week, we were talking about Terminator, but you know, when, when you, when you talk about Terminator, uh, Genesis, so, I oh, I was so oh, glad that I did not see the trailer before I watched the movie. And then I was shocked when I was watching the movie about the surprises that were there. And then I watched the trailer afterwards, and I'm like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> they just pulled the <laughs> whole movie. They gave everything away. Yeah, That was just crazy. I think the Terminator, the Terminator 2 trailer, I think they hid, at least the first one, they hid the, the big twist of... Arnold was the good guy. Well, I think they did. I they think did. The I remember I one. remember
0: when I saw the trailer for Terminator Two Two. I thought that there were two uh that it was Schwarzenegger versus Schwarzenegger, basically. That there were two Terminators oh. that was I because I didn't know anything about the you know about the T one
1: thousand at the point. Robert yeah. Patrick. Right, 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 right. So good trailers, man. If you do trailer making a trailer is an art. Sometimes you get a really good trailer that's like really cut together well that use the subterfuge like we're talking about and then sometimes you just get just put all the good shots from the movie in the thing <laughs> we're the studio we don't care we just need to get people to the theater whatever get him, get it That's out there right. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so the the script here is is uh you know it, it's very short what what happens here but uh they have some interesting stuff here so it says uh you know that each man th- pulls two uh each man pulls two pins and throws then they run for their jeep carrying the body of their comrade okay so oh, so yeah. they t-
1: so Thompson was saved or the Thompson's
0: body was saved at least oh, right at least then it says uh, in the cockpit clunk 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 Ten grenades land and bounce here like hailstones from hell they sizzle McLean rolls over and suddenly sees the lever besides the pilot's seat the camera pushes into seeing the words eject on it McLean in one move They sizzle. That's what it says. (laughs) They sizzle. (laughs) McLean in one move vaults into the seat, snaps on the belt, grabs the lever. With a whoosh and a roar, the ejection seat rockets upwards. The steel vanguard above McLean's head punching through what's left of the canopy. Outside, the canopy explodes. It's it's all so fast and eye searing. We're not sure if McLean is clear, but then we see McLean in midair. No sound now, just a whoosh of the air going past. The ejection seat is tumbling. McLean. Jesus. Womp! The chute opens with, with a violent yank. Christ! He drops some frames. The burning <laughs> plane. By the burning plane, the jeep, Stewart and his men react as water from melting snow runs past their feet. Garber points to the ghostly image of the chute half a mile away. There. But Stewart turns at the sound of sirens. New angle. The cavalry is coming, and it's not his. Back to the scene. Stuart, fall back to the church now. Helping the wounded Esperanza, they vanish into the darkness. So they cut out the whole.
1: Yeah, the ad lib. Maybe that was Rainie Harlan. <laughs> possible the director. Definitely possible. <laughs> to kill. I've been trying to kill Bruce Willis for years. <laughs> Got away this time. Lucky fuck. Very possible. <laughs> put a mic on the director whatever so
0: every thursday we have a segment called aviation thursday where my guests will give their top five movies that are somehow related to aviation whether it's in an airport or an airplane or something happening in space so dj what have you got for us start with your number five and work your way up
1: this is just uh, just because i I, i've had bad feelings toward this person since uh his recent movie came out so i'm going to give him a little bit of props. Uh Air Force 1, Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman. Uh it, it's Die Hard on a plane pretty much. And uh we're talking about Die Hard so yeah, but Air Force 1. Great. I mean Gary Oldman's awesome even though this is one of the most pedestrian bad guys that he's ever played because he's he's one of the best actors alive right now. Uh and Harrison Ford's great in things. Remember that Hollywood he when Harrison was good Ford in things. Was great in things you treated him with respect remember anyway uh yeah so air force 1 uh yeah air force 1 number my number 5 number 2 i guess is this one i, I gotta, I, I mean i know die hard 2 is this again is one of the has two of the most iconic in my childhood plane scenes ever we're going to talk about it down the line but uh this one's great and the one at the end of this movie is pretty freaking great so yeah die hard 2 the okay end of the four. My number three is kind of off the beaten path. I'm going with Catch Me If You Can, which is essentially Leo as a con artist in real life. Uh, Abernathy, ever heard his first name? I think it's Harry. Abernathy. I can't remember his first name, but I know his last name is Abernathy. And he pretends to be—he's like a con artist. He pretends to be a pilot, and this shows like how back in his time, pilots were like rock stars. <laughs> they were, walking through the, hes walking through the—he uh, avoids police because uh, who is looking for him. Because he's dressed like a pilot and the stewardesses are swarming him like he's uh, a member of BTS. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so, yes, it it just shows like it's just, you know, one, it's Steven Spielberg. And it's just, you know, how pilots, how respected and popular and cool they were, which I, it's not the whole point of the movie. But I didn't even know that until I saw this movie. So catch me if you can. This is my number three. Uh, my number two is we mentioned it kind of t- dancing around it, and I really want to talk about. I really want to put Top Gun Maverick on this list, but that's going to be my honorable mention. But Top Gun is the end all be all. That's so it started everything, and I mean like you, like I was saying earlier, everybody's fantastic in this movie. Everyone, everyone is fantastic in this movie. uh It's so good they didn't want Tom Cruise did not want to make a sequel until they made a, came up with a script that could top it. And, amazingly they kind of did so yeah Top Gun number one uh, number two uh, number one guys what are we talking about here? we already know what it is all right come on our, our, oh. Airplane. I, th- I thought you were cool. going to make uh, Jay and Mark very happy <laughs> no, no 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 sorry sorry it's, it's, it's not Con Air I'm not a fan of Con Air that's those guys they'll put it on their list I guarantee it but no no no, no. it's Airplane they'd probably agree with me it's freaking Airplane Airplane's one of the funniest films to still to this day <laughs> to this day Robert Stack, Lloyd Bridges, it's fantastic, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Peter Graves, speaking of Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise. It's one of the one of the funniest films yes, of all I time. Agree. It's all about yes, an airport. Jay, Jay actually it's had his number, Robert number two. So. Yes. It, him beating up people as he's trying to get to the uh, to the, <laughs> the Harry Krishnas and everything. It makes me laugh. Out loud the the, the the announcement in the parking lot uh, the, 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 the the parking red lane zone. arguing with each <laughs> other. There's <was, laughs> so everything about them, but Leslie freaking Nielsen for crying out loud, which is the first time I've ever seen Leslie Nielsen in it. This is before Naked Gun for me, so our police squad. It's hila- it's hilarious. Kareem have you ever seen a grown man naked? I could go Airplane is one of the one of the funniest films of all time, and it's of course the yes. best plane okay. movie of all time.
0: I completely agree that it's very high up there. You know, you know, people will have to come back for the final episode to hear what where I place that, you know, among among those. It will be on my top five, Jay. So you can write that Should down number one. and you'll Should see be number where
1: it <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> so don't call me Shirley. <laughs> don't <laughs> you dare call me Shirley.
0: <laughs> see, my mother's name is Shirley, so that always got me one day. It's like, why are
1: you not calling me That's Shirley? It. That's my name.
0: Exactly. <laughs> All right, DJ, you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you?
1: simplistic.reviews dot reviews. And us weird. All right. Instead of people put dot com. We put dot reviews because we just, you know, whatever. We're weird. So go to Simplistic.reviews and you can find all our stuff. Or you can just search Simplistic Reviews on YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn. Tune in that things thing? I don't even know. iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff, Podbean dark web. Whatever you find, let's uh, put some basic reviews and we'll, we'll pop right. up. We're infinite. And um, finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on Facebook. find me on Twitter. You can find me
0: on my website, movearoundminute.com. So, uh, DJ, if you like, come back in tomorrow to see what happens to this lucky Fine. <laughs> fine. fine.
1: Fall back to the church. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> so, until tomorrow, yippee ki Yippee-ki-yay! Use them! (laughs) (laughs) It's glee that makes me laugh. Use them!
0: (laughs) If you're fond of sand dunes and salty air, quaint little villages here and